Welcome to Women in the Nude, where we expose everything except for our bodies. We'll leave that to your imagination. I am so excited. Uh, my guest today is someone that is really close to me, um, but also is just such a beautiful, wonderful person. And she puts so much passion into the people she loves, her career. It's a incredible to welcome my good friend, Elizabeth Messina. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. I feel so honored to be here. And it's so it's wonderful to see you. Likewise, I will say, and this is, this is like totally one of those like clickbait things, which oh is, God, um, <laughs> yeah, um, there is no one else besides my partner that I feel, um, as good naked with. Now, I don't think that was that proper English. How do I say that? Compliment. That's a very high compliment. Thank you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I don't feel uh, with anyone else other than, and than Hudson and you, do I feel good naked? I, um, I got chills. That's so sweet. Uh, I mean, I know how you uh, it. it does sound a certain way, but that's beautiful. Right. Um, so yes. So Elizabeth is a photographer. <laughs> let's just throw that out there. For people that don't know. <laughs> let's explain. Yeah, I should have led with that. Let's explain why. Um, she's an incredible photographer uh, and she captures women in a light that I, I've never experienced before. Um, I've been able to work with so many wonderful extremely talented photographers and it, it's not um you know at, at any way an insult to them but i i really truly believe that you capture women in a way that nobody else can um so kind thank you yeah of course and so i mean a thousand questions for you but i guess um and also sorry see this is things i got verbal diarrhea when i when no, i no, we're the same i want to talk about a hundred things everything right now. touch on yeah i will say that it is hard to interview somebody that you know because I, it's it's like what do I ask? What's different? But mm -hmm. I, I want to give people the opportunity to um, hear from you uh, what you do, why you do it, why you love it so much. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess maybe let's start with um, why did you become a photographer? Well, I'm going to try to be short too because I feel like I could just ramble and oh no, go don't like four hour podcast. But in a in a, a abbreviated version, I. My first camera was given to me when I was 12 and that was like more than 40 years ago. So, and instantly I was doing what we do. I was like putting makeup on my friends, sit over there, look at me. Like I had this inner, I don't know, like I knew what I wanted. The photos were not good, but there was a yeah, feeling I had a vision or like something. I don't, there was no word for it. To, so to try to describe it now is funny because I had no idea that it was leading me towards where I am now. Now, my family, and I think you know this, is very academic, lawyers and very, you know, they value academia in a way that art was never really an option. So I was, you know, good student and did the right things. And I was going to be a lawyer. I went to uh, undergraduate school and I was at a college for three years and was not happy, lost, just a little lost. Like I was like, I don't get this. I don't feel... I don't know, the way I thought other people seemed to be feeling and happy and thriving. Yeah. And long story short, I took an elective class my third year, and it was a photography class. And at this time, you know, it was a while ago, it was only film. So it was, I learned how to develop my own film, print my own work. And my first roles of film in that class were a woman friend of mine. And so I feel like there's just an inner instinct that I've always wanted to photograph women. And it's sort of been a love letter through my life 
in women in all different spaces, even, um, you know, my own daughters now, of course, my mother. Uh, I even photographed um, my grandmother in, in like a boudoir shoot, although it didn't have that name at the time. Um, so I feel like there's, it feels like a, maybe a bigger purpose than just photography, because I feel like there's this thing, and I don't want to overstate this or overgeneralize because a lot of women are different and may not agree with this, but I do in my experience as a woman and all the women I've captured see that a lot of people, even stunning actresses, have times when they don't fully feel their beauty and their uniqueness and their grace. And I can see it. And so I feel like if if I can reflect back to someone that comes in front of me, what I see and the, the beauty and the humanity of that woman in that moment, it feels like a more fulfilling and meaningful purpose than just pretty photos. Although I do want them to be beautiful. I want them to have some impact. What I will say to that is that, um, you know, I've been very open with my health issues and, and my journey um, through life and, and how people mm-hmm. have, have really grown up with me because I've grown up on camera. And because of that, um, you have seen me and the world has seen me at very different stages um, of my health journey, which is also reflecting my body journey um, Mm -hmm. from, you know, being a little girl growing up, just body changes in general to Mm -hmm. um, a lot of weight fluctuations and, and, you know, hormone changes that were, were very visible. And again, besides my husband, you are the only person that I have felt confident in it with. Mm. Um, I have never, and that's, I think also part of why I've said, um, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable with any other photographer seeing me naked like I do mm. with you. Um, and I think that's why I've, I've, you've created such an environment, not just as my friend, but as um, somebody capturing me that um without question, I know, I, I feel what you, what you're feeling almost like mm. I, I almost, I believe it even in times of mm. being self-conscious about my body and what I look like. And, um, you really, I mean, and just as an example, like, um, even just postpartum, you mm. know, going through COVID and having my baby and then you, you shooting me for the first time since mm-hmm. that, you know, since my, 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 mm-hmm. I think he was, he was like, he was barely he was six little. months old. He was, so he was little. Beautiful. Um, and I was feeling like not myself, you know, I, mm-hmm. I felt like I was, obviously we all go through this change when we have a baby. Um, it's one of our most vulnerable moments mm-hmm. and, um, I felt beautiful things to you. Mm. Yeah. Like it makes me, it makes me emotional. I know. I feel a little bit too right now. I keep having yeah. these like waves of emotion. I mean, Oh, babe. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's it's so profound, really, because it's it's like I've been really, I think, just at this time of my life, too. Right. Like there, we have to. Gosh, I don't even know where to start. There's so many layers of things that you said. But um, I think that as women and in the world that we're in, it's like we go through these like journeys of like acceptance and self-discovery that like, oh, I love you. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm like, no, oh, I'm going to have to I cut mean, to you. Like, through all like what, I mean, I wish I could photograph you right now. Oh my gosh. The real oh, yeah. emotion is like what, I don't know. I just feel like it's what it is. Um, but I feel like there's this struggle between 
I don't know what it is exactly, but for my, I'll just speak for myself. I remember being younger and being, um, having days where I felt great. You know, I had long reddish hair then it was years ago, reddish brown hair and I was athletic and whatever. And I felt good. And I saw a picture of myself and I just felt horrible. I was like, that's not how it felt. Mm. I wanted to explore that when I was really fell in love with photography. And, um, I find it just profound now being a woman, having gone through different phases of life from being young and vibrant and radiant and hopeful and not really knowing my worth as you know, one does when you're young to, you know, falling in love and being honored by a man in a way that makes you kind of embrace your body differently or be aware of your body differently to making children to trauma and physical challenges all yeah. these way, things that we go through and now age, like, you know, I've got gray hair and my face is cha- like, things are changing and to like figure out ways to just be in it, acknowledge it and feel beautiful, even in the nuances of imperfection that are just part of life, part of our humanity. And I think, um, ah, I just, I think it's so confusing sometimes how, I don't know, you know, like when you're with a group of friends and everyone's sort of varied and different in their way and that sometimes we will admire someone that is our friend or someone walking down the street who's just stunning, but they're different than us in some way yeah. as we are all different. And I think sometimes, and again, I want to speak for myself, not everyone, but I think we will diminish ourselves in admiring someone else. And I think that that's just such a lost moment of all of these voices and perspectives and beautiful um, humans are amazing. One person's age, space, beauty, size is irrelevant to our own. And I do think, again, that, you know, that you touched on the fluctuation of bodies. You know, I don't fully understand how hard it was for you when you were going through some health and body changes that you weren't comfortable with. And I don't even like using the word like, heavier, any kind of like, I just think the words we use are important. And I've gone through that in my life. I've been pregnant and I have three children and had wild weight and mood shifts Um, (laughs) and aging and just things have, we're just constantly changing, right? We're constantly in motion. And um, I don't know why we as women sometimes have a hard time feeling our, the breadth of our beauty and uniqueness, but we do. And um, I think that we're going to say something. I don't want to interrupt you. Oh, no, it's okay. No, I was going to say, I love that. Yeah. Your example of a friend or somebody walking down the street. Um, And I I love that because it is sad that we diminish ourselves. I think it's a very human thing. I think Mm -hmm. it's almost something that we have to stop and learn that Mm -hmm. there's space for everyone, that there's Mm -hmm. space for both. Um, and even just social media, I mean, mm-hmm. just scrolling through people and things and, um, and, and it's, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to speak for, for myself too, in a way uh, in the movie industry, because we're constantly being um, chosen or not chosen mm-hmm. based on looks, mm-hmm. looks it's, it would be silly to think that it's not a huge mm-hmm. part of it. It's a massive part of it sometimes mm-hmm. more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're unless you learn that skill, which is extremely hard and most of us never learn it. I've, I've had to remind myself constantly, um, is that just because they pick somebody else that they thought looked a certain way, doesn't necessarily mean that your looks aren't Mm -hmm. great in their own, you know, Mm -hmm. in their own way. It's like, 
you know, they thought that that person was perfect for that for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Um, that doesn't mean that you're not valuable. It just, it's just not what they were looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when you're young, that can, um, that can really hurt. My parents did a good job of, of trying to, uh, curb that, but, mm-hmm. um, it very much is like a, well, you know, is, was she more beautiful than I was, mm-hmm. you know, especially if it's a, a role that is, you know, someone's supposed to be stunning. And then you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I get down to the last I'm three girls. That. Right. And I wasn't that to them. Um, and I think we do that through, through so many different stages. It's not just, you know, like in my career, um, or I can't even imagine to being a model, how they feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also, you know, in our perspective, like our partners, you know, mm-hmm. like it's a, a person that you, that you like, that you want to be with and they choose mm-hmm. somebody else. So, oh, yeah. I mean, that's, I, I can't relate to a lot of what you said, cause I'm just like a deeply devout introvert that doesn't want to be, and you are sort of the, you know, we're the yin and yang of each other. So I have so much respect for just how, what you've been through and the, the graciousness that you've had to navigate it with. But I do quite know the not being chosen by a partner or I don't know, just feeling. Yeah. In life right, in general. You know? um, yeah. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be about you know, the outward side. Um, it's an inner it's thing. Inward I, think too. More, I think it's inner more than anything. And yeah. I will say this, like what, what you were just saying, just kind of touched something to me. Like I've been really lucky to photograph a lot of women, like all different women, um, some well-known, some regular, some comfortable, some like all versions of, of beauty and, and emotion. And one of the most common things that I've had, even with models cast on set, not, not to the same degree, but is that I've had people come in and say, oh, I'm not like the people you normally photograph. Like they try to like, mm. I'm not, and I'm like, yeah, none of us are like, we're all right. Everyone's fragile and human and I got you, you know what I mean? So, but it's interesting to me, some of the women that I'm most like, Oh my God, like amazing, beautiful, still have that experience of like, Oh, I'm not comfortable or I'm not what you're used to in terms of comparing themselves to photographs they may have seen of mine. Right. And I just, I think it's, I'm always like, wow, like you don't even know, like, I'm so excited to photograph you. And I would um, say, Oh, sorry. No, it's just, it's just an interesting, it's an interesting journey to be both a woman and an artist and a professional photographer, have a career around it. And then I feel like I'm sort of in the background, in the middle of this incredibly beautiful social experiment that I didn't know I was part of. And I feel, um, I don't know, again, I, I, I can't remember if I said this or I thought this, but I feel like it's a purpose for me now. It feels like a purpose to really um, mindfully honor women. And like, even the things that you, you know, mentioned about our experience that was very generous with your compliments, but it was so real. I'm not trying to be nice. You know what I mean? Like I am sometimes, but I'm also, you know, whatever I'm human, but (laughs) I literally feel it and see it and find it. I almost feel like my superpower is not photographs, but like, being able to see and connect with that part of a woman that allows herself to like exhale in front of me. Does that make yeah. sense? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and to kind of sidestep here, when I got engaged and I was, I was looking for a wedding photographer, I, you know, I had, I mean, way before I got engaged, let's be honest, 
I was looking <laughs> through photos um, on Pinterest of, mm-hmm. of, you know, things that I wanted and loved mm-hmm. and, and um, just the overall, um, I guess, appearance of, of how I wanted my, my wedding to be mm-hmm. captured. And so many of the photos that I had saved on Pinterest were yours. What? I don't think you ever told me that. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. Like, and I didn't, I didn't realize, I I mean, I was trying to do my research and I was, you know, um, trying to actually find photographers Mm -hmm. while I was saving all these people Mm -hmm. or all of these photos. And, and your name kept coming up and I was like, why does that name sound so familiar? Was this that we already knew each other at this point? And you were well, like, yeah, but we hadn't, oh, we hadn't, I mean, we I hadn't spoken to you. in that world, right? We hadn't met in right. that world either, which is such a rant. I mean, we should maybe mention how we met because it wasn't. Yeah. And so, so that was what was, that was what was so cool is like when I, when I went to email you, um, I had course, I had corresponded with you before. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait a second. Um, how did this happen? Yeah. And then I connected the dots that, oh my goodness, of course, you know, through that email, I was like, oh my gosh, she, she was taking photos on set. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, for the listener, I, uh, I did a movie years ago when I was 18, um, called Burning Bodie. And hopefully I'll be able to actually say this so that the writing strike is over. I think I'm in my parameters here or the actor, the acting strike, um, because I can't talk about a lot, but Mm -hmm. When I met you, I was doing this movie and uh, it was so fun because I was pregnant. I had the fake pregnant belly. Not real pregnant, pretend pregnant. Not really, yes, pretend pregnant. Um, Yeah, I was pretend Mm -hmm. pregnant. I had a a, a fake pregnant belly and I thought that was was so cool and so fun. And um, I I had just started dating Hudson and he he came along and visited the set. And um, I thought it was hysterical because you were taking photos of me for the movie, mm-hmm. but he jumped into a couple and it looked mm-hmm. like a maternity shoot. <laughs> Which is funny because that's the only shoot we didn't get because of COVID. So you would right. have to them fill in, you know. Yeah, we had mm-hmm. we had these uh, these funny old photos and they were so cute. And and um, I loved everything that you got. And I just remember being like, wow, that lady is, she's so beautiful. She's so mm-hmm. cool. And, mm-hmm. and I had such a good time with you. And, and the photos that you captured from set were just so cool. And the mm-hmm. fact that you shared totally. those with me and sent those to me, that was that was just so nice. And so looking back, how funny, you know, that we had this connection. But the, but the other thing that I don't think you, I don't know if you, I mean, you probably know now, but at the time it was unusual for me to be there. I'm not a set photographer. That's not right. an yes. unusual job. And the reason I was there, so the shoot was in New Mexico, which is where my dad lives. And I grew up part of my life. And um, I don't exactly remember what the connection was exactly, but my dad knew someone who was producing Part, somehow he was knew somebody yeah. and said, you know, honey, will you go do some photos for my my friend who's got this movie production at his house, this little film? I was like, sure. My daughters came with me because we were visiting. They were visiting grandpa. And so the funny thing that you don't maybe, you know, now, but um, so my girls, it started with Michaela, who's my oldest daughter. So wait, how long ago was this? If it, you were 18, how it was almost almost 10 years ago. It was nine okay, years ago. So Michaela would have been like 14 or 15, my oldest. And Jasmine, who's my youngest, was like six. Okay. Yeah. So Michaela was a devout, pretty little liars. Like I did not know that. Oh yeah. She was trying to be so cool. She was like, oh my God. You're right. But the the thing is one thing I've done with my girls over time. So, so Michaela had like watched 
all of what had been out at, at that point. And then she she would tell me out about shows she watched and say, oh, mom, this is one we should watch together. So she got me watching with her because it was like a mother daughter, like she wanted to share yeah. with me. And Jasmine would cuddle and would watch. So when we got there, they were like, oh, my God, mom, I did not know that. That's so funny. From the show from the, th and you know, me, I'm like, hi, oh, you're so sweet. But I don't, you know, yeah. I'm a little dorky about stuff. But um, so anyhow, they were just and, and what I will remember about about that was whether you knew how excited they were or whatever, you were very gracious and sweet to them. And that really touched me as a, a mother and a person, because in that situation, you know, you guys are busy and whatever, but it meant a lot to my girls. And then it was really sweet because Hudson was there. I had been photographing you with your uh, on scene. Right. You have the baby daddy or like, yeah. Baby daddy. And, and then <laughs> some photos of you and Hudson just thinking, Oh, you're just a sweet girl. And what a sweet couple. And like, we're all, you know, yeah, and so now it's just so funny. Cause it was this little moment in time and now you're a dear friend and I've got these photos from this moment that is just sort of a, a I don't know, just amazing how life works like that sometimes. It really is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's how we reconnected um, for the wedding. And, mm -hmm. and I really wanted to do a boudoir shoot. Um, well, and actually, I, I'm not sure if you realize this, but so our first official proper photo shoot, you know, was boudoir, which is yeah. one of my very favorite things to do. And it was most of our shots were this is like my natural light studio. I'm sitting where much of many of the photos which I think we're going to share some that we haven't shared yeah. before. Uh, they're stunning. Your studio stunning. is stunning. And I look at them now and I even feel emotional because I'm like, oh my God, like that was, yeah, that was special. It really and, and was. And it's the same place that we did um, when you came back after you had Hendrix. It was yeah. Of, you know, it's just the well, full circle stuff is amazing to me. I felt so obviously like we've talked about feeling comfortable with you and Michaela and Jasmine. I mean, mm. your family is amazing. Um, but that studio was so special and there's a bunch of milestones that have happened there. Mm. Um, not just, you know, the boudoir shoot, uh, of course. And also I, again, that was really the first time I'd ever done a photo shoot like that before. I and I, that. yeah. And I was just so comfortable. Like oh I, not, I didn't even think, twice about about anything you just made me feel so so comfortable and i was just, i think that was awesome i mean we've done a lot of photos get those are arguably some of my favorite images we've ever oh. took like, i love the stuff with you and your your husband and your your son but there was something about the like in fact hudson's in some of those too but they're just yeah. like when i look at them now i feel both nostalgia and like you know appreciation for you but also I'm like, wow, those were like, we, we did something special. It was really, yeah. It was a beautiful moment. It really was. Uh, yeah. It really was some of my favorites is also still some of my favorite photos that I have of myself. Like I feel like um, I should be showing them right now. But truly that was the first time I'd ever done a shoot like that. And it just made me so much, so, so, so excited for mm. the wedding and, mm -hmm. and being able to like, just continue that and know it that was magic. Yeah. And also uh, again, talking about women, um, you captured my mom and my dad's mom and grandma and, mm -hmm. and I together. And because we never see each other because they're in South Africa, mm -hmm. um, that was so special. Those were really mm -hmm. the only types of like photos like that, that I have mm -hmm. of them, you know, my whole family and, and particularly her, um, my grandma. And it was just such a, this really cool generation 
you know, uh, photo. And that was just such a special mm -hmm. time. I mean, a lot of my family, unfortunately, has passed since then. And mm, you captured them in such a knew, beautiful way. Grandma, but, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, my uncle. And, and yeah, it, it's been mm. it's been difficult. But um, I cherish those photos so much. And you you just caught everybody in such a beautiful, a beautiful well, light. I, I mean, your family was very gracious. You know, there, there there's always a lot of energy at a wedding. And I mean, it was it was really special to be there. But I think you're touching on something that I'm really tripping on maybe because my kids are getting older too. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't know in the moment of like, Oh, all these things are changing, but I feel like photographs, especially like the ones you're describing are like, they're, they're embedded with nostalgia. And yeah. even though in the moment it's a group shot, it's a, like they, they're, they are whatever they're, they're fine, but it doesn't, but over time, those photos have more and more and more meaning, whether it's like we're talking about boudoir, but I think especially with loved ones that you lose or, you know, tragedies happen. It's like those photos become some essence of a memory of a feeling about them that is profound. I mean, I, I feel that looking, I, I've been looking over some of the photos of my children when they were young and even some for me when I was in art school, just like kind of collecting, organizing, and I feel sad and nostalgia for that, that those, and yeah. these are people that are with me and I'm still with me, but it's like when you have children, you, you lose who they are and meet someone new over and over and over again. Right. Because right, of describing the yeah. baby and then the toddler and then, and it's happens over time and it's beautiful to watch. I mean, it's, it's bittersweet is what it is, at least for me. Yeah. And I look at photos of my children when they're young and I feel like I could cry because I miss them, even though they're in the other room. It's right. just wild. Well, even, um, I mean, I completely agree with, it's a perfect way of describing that, but also like with my nieces and nephews mm -hmm. and cousins, like, or my second cousins, you know, they were also little and they were such a big part of the wedding that that is also so special because mm -hmm. same thing we've, we've captured, well, you've captured a moment in time um, that will never, will never get back, but mm -hmm. also a moment where they will never be the same. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just, it's, it's so special. And I Wait, feel, I feel remember? sad. Wait, do you remember when you were, you were holding somebody's baby? Maybe it was your niece and a little girls, I had them hold hands and like, yes. Oh God. I found that the other day. I was like, Oh my God. So they are so beautiful. It is such a sweet moment. I'm so glad that mm -hmm. yeah, we decided to, you know, not have a, a traditional bridal party, mm -hmm. um, and do that instead. Um, I, yeah, I have no regrets with that because mm -hmm. yeah, that, that was just so special. It was wonderful. Anyhow, I feel like yeah. I interrupted you. Sorry about that. Oh no, no, you're good. Um, oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, Hudson, for instance, doesn't, have a lot of pictures from when he was a child mm, and or yeah, his childhood in general. Yeah. And that makes me sad, right? Pictures mm -hmm. are so important. And, and that's a great way of describing it, that they only get more and more important as time goes on. And um, yeah, they're just, they're so special. And I think that is such a, a beautiful part of mm -hmm. the generations that we have now and, and those to come is that you know, we take, yeah, I've got 70,000 photos on my phone, mm -hmm. you know? And Hudson has about six photos of his childhood and just mm -hmm. that contrast between, you know, um, our generation and, and the generation well, I mean, that's it, coming up know, after like, us. One of the early um, 
She might be one, one of the earliest female photographers, this woman, Julia Margaret Cameron. Uh, she's extraordinary. I'll send you a link if you haven't seen her work. But yeah, please. she would like kind of make these like recreations of like literature and stuff. So it feels like just mm-hmm. incredible. And she, I think from the time she first took a photograph where she was 48 years old and she, until wow. she passed away like 12 years later, the entirety of her career was 12 years. And in that time, she made 900 photographs, which was wow. extraordinary. For that, yeah. 900 photographs, like. In a second. Like, yeah, like, on you know, like 10 minutes. If in, I yeah, in, in, in a, in a, yeah, and it's extraordinary to me to like think about the the way, you know, it, it's changed. And it's, it is, I mean, I think it's miraculous. I love it. But it's also, it's just, it's just different. It's yeah. really, I'm aware of it. Mm-hmm. Even, well, even with film, I mean. Mm-hmm. shooting on film uh, as far as you know like making movies and tv and that sort of thing um in the short time that that has all changed that type of technology mm-hmm. yeah the way that we capture things is so different um and and yeah it really is it, it's amazing what we can do now um mm-hmm. but as much as we all do it with our phones every day there are just certain people that capture it differently and you're one of those people Um, and that's why I brought up the Pinterest thing because, Mm. you know, your photos, whether you even know it or not are everywhere. And and I don't, I mean, I don't, I mean, I do a little bit, but not, not, not really. I'm not. Yeah. Women idolize without even knowing who you are. Mm. They, they want, they crave and they do. And they idolize what you've, what you've created, Mm. um, and, and want that for themselves. And I think that's such a a cool, special thing because Mm. before I even knew that that was you, I mean, I, I didn't realize in in that moment that I even knew you. I love that. I love the way we came back together and. Yeah, me too. But, but it truly was like, I wanted, I wanted my experiences to be captured the way that you see the world. And I think that that's really um, special and cool. Well, thank you. I think think the truth is what, what is most interesting and profound to me about making photographs is it's the most pure collaboration, right? Like literally it doesn't work unless we are somehow connected and united. You have to be open and willing both to like suggestions, like this light is better. How about look here, hold that, you know, but also emotionally open. And I have to be paying attention and, and moving and, making photos without disturbing the moment. It's like we, it's like, right. it, there's a rhythm to it. It's almost like a dance and we're ma- when we're pausing every now and then and making these moments. And I just, I really, I think that's what I love is the collaborative aspect of it. That's just intrinsic. You cannot, we can't do it without each other. For some of my experiences, it's in that moment. And then we like, you know, go through our lives and in another moments like ours We've come back around and around and actually developed a really beautiful real friendship out of it. But it was started with that connection of like, oh, hold, you know, feeling each other and collaborating. And yeah. I just I think it's a I, I it's amazing. I, agree. I have a lot of gratitude I, for that. Oh, likewise. And I think that that's actually like a perfect way to kind of move on, to, not move mm. on, but but the next step, which was my cookbook again, save lots of things, you know, that I, that I, um, that I wanted for, for the book, um, what, what I wanted it to look like, what I wanted the pages to feel like, you know, what I, what I wanted to look like in the book. Um, and it was, I mean, 
you were the the pinnacle of that. No. I, mean, I knew, you know I just knew that no one was going to capture what I wanted. Um, well, what like I loved could. about that experience so much is it really, I mean, it took our collaboration to another level because we, I mean, we slept here sometimes. We stayed up till like three in the morning. Yeah, and yeah actually, we did. Um, Jasmine, well, both my girls are in the cookbook because we needed models and we couldn't, like, wasn't, and Margo, my, one of my dogs. Yes. <laughs> so we, like, took from real life to, like, make this, you know. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, yeah was we really wonderful. did. I love that project. I I love all of those photos. Yeah, actually, um, Michaela and I, we had a sleepover in the yes. studio. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Um, but see, that's what I, I mean, I feel like, I feel like that's what's so amazing about like when art and life come together, you know, like we started through some professional whatever, but it really, ah, it's so much more than that. Well, everybody like, and I, both people telling it to my face and just comments that, you know, everyone should I say (laughs) that has seen that book is absolutely captivated by the photos. I mean, wow, but yeah, I mean, it, you, you're being so nice to me through this whole thing, and I appreciate it. No, that. I'm that absolutely, baby. I'm serious. It was my baby, but it was, I feel like, also as much your baby as it was mine <laughs> in, in, in ways that, like, we co parent. <laughs> yeah, in a, in a wonderful way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I, I mean, yes, it's a biased lens, but I look at other cookbooks and I'm like, could have done better. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I truly no. I truly know that like, you know, what what you're capable of, what we were capable of together um was so special and um it was just so much fun. I I had so much fun. I didn't feel stressed. You know what, Sasha, that you keep saying that I just I wanna like like address is what I love about this is you're like embracing something positive about something that you made that we made. And I think that if I when I was talking earlier about having a greater purpose, I feel like that's what it is. It's like, let's celebrate our little victories and our moments of joy and beauty and creation because it's also fleeting, you know? And yeah. I, you know, I've, I've done this a lot and I know like, you know, people in my family and friends where we are hard, so hard on ourselves. And I feel like there's this, this space of like, look, we can appreciate and celebrate the things that we do and we're proud of and also yeah. kind of circling back around honor other women and what they're doing. It isn't about being either dismissive or humble or I don't know, inflated. It's just like appreciating all of it. Like this is all such an amazing blessing. Yeah. And no, I agree. Being women and making things and, you know, well, I just feel like, <laughs> Yeah, I feel like, and listen, I think we're all guilty of it. Like I, I see, you know, um, other women doing movies and, and, and things that I would love to do. And I think it's easy to, yes, be, be negative on your, yourself, you know, like, uh, and, and envious in ways. And, and I think what's so important to, to like, especially for young girls coming into their own is that, like I said earlier, like space, it's so important to remember that there is a space for everyone. 100%. Not only do you need to own your own space and create your own space, feel, feel the, mm-hmm. the, the fact that you are valuable and you deserve that space, but also to look through the lens with other women and knowing that they have their space and you have yours. Mm-hmm. And there isn't, there, there isn't a competition unless you make one. You know, and I think one, that's one thing, thing. That, that really helps me when I think about that, that sort of stuff is I think about it like, 
when you think about music, right? If there was only one singer or one genre that existed, like how sad would that be, right? Absolutely. All the flavors and differences and artists that are expressing themselves. Like I, there's so much music I love and from all different genres, right? Yeah. And I think when I start feeling, you know, let me let me say this. I have lost so many more jobs than I have booked. Same. I have <laughs> right. Yeah. I've been heartbroken and told, you know, to my face behind my back, I wasn't good enough. I didn't fit. I we I mean, so like I can't I I would tell details and names, but I just I've been rejected. I've made so many mistakes. I like all of it, so much more than the things that have worked out, like this beautiful thing we have. This is this is yeah. special, right? And I think that although it's important to acknowledge the things that we lose and we get our feelings hurt or get rejected, sure. I like sometimes if I lose a job that I really wanted, like creatively or some way, I just was like, ah. Oh. If I lose it, I'll, I'll feel that for a day or two. I'll like, I will yeah. allow myself to be grieve a little bit. Like ah, I got rejected, you know, kind of like you were referring to earlier. But then I think the real joy and magic is that the jobs that you do have to treat them with so much respect and gratitude and do your best. Like nobody cares. Yeah. If you look at my photos and you're like, oh, I like those. You don't care when I'm photographing you. Nobody cares what you did. They care about their moment and their so for me i treat every opportunity to create work like it's precious and special and yeah, yeah. i think were you saying earlier talking about like some shoots where there's a lot of people what yeah um that? before we were recording and i would love to touch on i that couldn't again. i thought that, i can't remember <laughs> yeah uh, it's it is one of those things where usually um there's a lot of people around mm -hmm. Um, whether that's, you know, hair and makeup who I, I love, they're always, uh, you know, it's, it's great to have of them. Of course, around. no, it's wonderful. But, to have I know, I know. Of yeah. course, but there's, there are so many people. Usually it, it comes like photo shoots in general, they come, it comes with a posse and it's not necessarily, you know, it's again, it's not an insult. It's not a bad thing. Well, everyone has roles and there's a lot of value in that hundred percent. Absolutely. But protecting the space, like even, yeah. you know, I've been on sets like that. I, how, I mean. It's funny. So I've never, I think I've gotten in trouble this a couple of times. So to anyone who was offended, I apologize if you're watching. <laughs> um, so when I am on bigger sets or even just a couple of people sets where there's, you know, I often almost always do not allow people doing iPhone photos. I've never mm -hmm. um, until very recently, and we can talk about this later maybe, but I've never allowed anyone to film me shooting or, film yeah. a behind the scenes. And I know a lot of people love that stuff. And now for me, even when um, approached by some wonderful other artists that wanted to do that, or again, amazing hair and makeup on set that want to get a shot. I've always been a little bit like so devoted to the, the work, the quality of the images and knowing that if the energy or something is distracting from the, the purpose of getting the image that I'm trying to find and observe and capture that that is more important to me or always has been more important to me than I don't know behind the scenes real or um right. and and so what I would do or what I would try to do is say look you know let's say someone's doing your hair and makeup 
okay, take a few iPhone shots, get what you need. And then once we start the photo shoot, it's almost, it's like a sacred space. And uh, what I, I think even if like, like let's say, you know, usually I'm over there. Not over here. If I'm in front of you and you're here and we're trying to make something or connect in some way and you're paying attention to me, but two or three people are over here with their phones capturing yeah. you, even if you're super comfortable with that, you're aware. And sometimes right. I think that that awareness can pull you just ever so slightly from the moment. And so I just really love to protect that moment. And I've always tried to be very generous giving the photos afterwards, but I'm like, this yeah. isn't, you know, it's not I used to joke, like, it's like if someone's doing your makeup and I came in and started touching your lips, that might disrupt their workflow. Just a little. I mean, I'm just to give a little perspective. I know everyone has phones now. Everyone wants their perspective. I totally get it. I'm the worst. Like with my kids, I'm always like, oh, look at me. But when I'm in that moment of creation, I do feel like there's something sacred about it. And I also sort of joke, like, I'm not that good. Like if, if something disrupts me, no, if something That's I might not like part of why I can make what I make is because I'm very deliberate about it. And I try to honor the, that space, you know, what I will say too. And um, this is definitely a, a lesson that I've learned from a lot of amazing women in my life. You being one of them um, that I picked up along the way in, in my own journey is um, being able to say no. And you might not realize this. Um, it might've been something that was subconscious for you, but I have, absolutely respected um the way that you have stood up for yourself in ways now right. like you were yeah no i know i mean it like even even just like stories that you've told me mm. um even if it's coming from a place of of um you know maybe trauma or or mm. insecurity um you being able to put your foot down and say no i don't i wouldn't like that mm -hmm. whether it's of you of um your work and your situation. Mm. Um, I think it's something that's empowering to know that it's okay um, to, in that moment, for whatever reason it is, mm -hmm. um, give somebody a boundary. Well, it's funny. I mean, I, I feel like, I feel like you describe somebody else right now. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm that brave in that way sometimes. Like I, for sure, have, from time to time, try to stand up for myself, but it doesn't come real natural. Like I think, yeah. so I appreciate that because I would not have described myself in that way. I mean, and, and I, I feel like often we do things like that, then it's, and it is um, subconscious, but mm -hmm. I, I've seen you do it. So mm -hmm. I know you're capable of it. Um, and I do, I, I really respect that about you. Um, and, and I think, you know, over time, hopefully we always get better at those things. And I've mm -hmm. definitely gotten better. Um, I'm still not there yet but i've i've definitely gotten better at setting boundaries and, and saying yes and no to things um you know what and i'm getting better and i'm a little farther along you know the the journey of life than you um <laughs> i feel like i'm getting a little bit better and i don't want to overstate it but at like just ex uh not just appreciating but like loving all the imperfections of it of it all of myself and yeah. i think when i was younger I had this sort of false, I don't know, hope, curiosity of wanting to be more perfect instead of being like so happy with my imperfect, quirky, like I make, you know, soft, intimate images 
Sorry, that's a little earflare. I know I love and, it. And then I listen to like, you know, hip hop and forget to brush my hair and like, you know, like I, I yeah, I'm sort of a hot mess. And uh I, I remember somebody looking at my work. Um, I think it might have been Kelly, my my studio manager. She's been with me for about twelve years. Kelly. She's amazing. She's amazing. Um she said, Yeah, when I met you, she came, she was um referred to me on a, a shoot and was my assistant. And she's like, I knew your work. And I was like, you know, she was kind of excited or whatever. She's like, when I met you, she's like, I don't know what I thought, but I was really surprised. Like I swore and I was listening to like hip hop. And she was like, I thought you were going to like, I don't know, listen to like classical music and, you know, and, and I think the truth is I, I am so for so long have really sought out and want to make really beautiful, like palpable images because I need a little piece in my life. <laughs> I'm <laughs> capturing and making what I need, not what I am. Everything's like, you know, a little crazy over here. And um, I'm trying to create something that I want more of in my life, which I think is sort of ironic in a way. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. Um, and I also like speaking on Kelly, what I love is that you, you surround yourself with beautiful people mm. um, and people of growth. And I, I want to actually include your daughters in that because mm. your daughters are so special and you've done such mm. an amazing job raising them. And That's so kind. And I know it's easy. It's easy. Like for me, I, I can say Hendrix is incredible and he is. And I know that no, I, I think I it might be, I feel you. it might be a, a harder it, or it is because I've experienced this. It's harder to accept the compliment that you're a good mother. So I feel like we've always, or, or I mean, at least me, and I think that there's a lot of women out there that um, that's a harder compliment well, because we put so much right? pressure on ourselves. Yeah. Well, I think also, you know, you you have a little one and is it when, when they're little and it's so, they need you and want you so much, right? And you don't sleep yeah. a lot and all these things. I mean, I don't know how you feel, but I just didn't know then how temporary it was that there was like... Yeah like a last time that you would pick them up, but you would never know that it was the last time. And right. I do, I, I would like to just pause here for a minute because I'm feeling a little bit of like mother guilt in this moment. We've talked about and referred to my daughter several times. I just want to acknowledge, I also have a son. I <laughs> <laughs> know, sorry. I also, uh, that's actually my fault because, no, it is because um, it, obviously this is a, a podcast about women, but there are also so many amazing men out there. And I do want to give, um, you know, Malik is such a, a great, you know, he's a guy now, which is crazy okay, to me. Let but. me just wait. Like if we could just sidebar on this for a second, like not, he's not, a man. <laughs> and I will say this, like, I love that your podcast is about women and I love the title, the vibe, like everything. I just feel like we're sort of aligned in this cosmic way in this moment, again, around nudity and women, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but what I will say, like, so my son Malik is, he's six, five now. He is playing basketball for Pepperdine. He's incredible. And when you guys come to California, you have to I come. I can't wait. I want to like, go to a game. It's so sad. I like, I am, I lose my mind. Like I, I can't, I even like my husband will be like, okay, you got to just like, you know, be cool. And I'll, like he'll score. So I just, it's like takes over my whole body. But what I was going to say though, about the men in our life. And I think you and I are lucky in this too, from our husbands and some of the other men in our peripheral is that, the, my son and my husband in particular have really helped me be a better, like a more, 
I don't know what the word, not better, but more well-rounded woman. I have more absolutely curiosity and understanding for myself and, and through their eyes, you know what I mean? And through absolutely. the boundaries that they've pushed me through and helped me, you know, I kind of came from a broken home. Like my parents split up when I was really young. So I had a lot of sadness from that and sorry, mom and dad, if you know, I'm okay, but it was was really hard. And so now I feel that I've healed a little bit as the woman that I am because of their presence in their life and um, in my life, excuse me. And I, you know, and seeing you be a mother to a son, it's actually thrilling because like I can, when I see you with him, I'm like, I remember my son so much, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the tenderness and he used to always touch my hair. I think it might be why I don't cut it anymore. <laughs> he used to touch it. And I then know. one day he stopped, like he was nine. He wouldn't touch my hair anymore. Yeah. It was like a comfort. We sit on the couch. We cut. And I was right. like, hey, what's up? You're not touching my hair. And he's like, oh yeah, I don't do that anymore. I was like, <laughs> could you just do not like one more time? Day. So I know it's the last time. He's like, no, yeah. I don't do that anymore. I was like, wow. Okay. That's, that's deep. <laughs> Yeah. So anyhow, my point is like, I think being a mother is just extraordinary. And however women become mothers and there's all different paths to that, it is, it's humbling and it's hard. And also you like, at least for me, I just miss the sleepless nights and the, I just miss it. And it was like so strange how that happens. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's a couple of things I want to say. First of all, I think that it's, again, easy to dismiss when it, when we're talking about ourselves. Um, but I will include myself in this category. Um, what I think is something to note is that yes, little bits of it is luck that we have the men in our lives, but a lot of it is also choice, you know? <laughs> that was me. No, it, 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 no. Yeah. Right. I know. Right. Well, I made I know, some bad it, choices though. So you're okay. You were a little pure in like, uh, yes, no, no. I made some choice. bad decisions before did that. You? I like oh yeah, I did. Up. No, I, had I was stuff. young, but I, I did. You're there were some poor decisions in there. Right. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's an off-camera one. Um, oh. But truly, it is, it's still, um, we still have a big part to play in that, where we have found I, men, I but agree. we've also, I mean, it's a bit of both. You know, that stuff takes work. Uh, marriage takes work. Partnerships take work. Um, raising a son takes work, especially yeah, right all now especially right now, raising, raising good boys into men are, mm-hmm. it's so important. And everybody comes from a mom, no matter, you know, no matter what, no matter what degree, no matter what your family looks like, mm-hmm. no one would be here without a woman. So I think, I think it is special and we can't not include men in this. And I think yeah. naturally that is something to mm-hmm. definitely definitely honor. Um, and I mean, in the little tiny ways I've seen Malik grow up, mm-hmm. um, I see so much of you in him and mm-hmm. I love it. Well, and I think it's interesting just referring, like I did have some pretty poor choices <laughs> along the way and choices that seemed I was really in love. You know what I mean? Like, and right. I was actually, uh, with someone for, several years and we were engaged and he broke up with me two months before we were supposed to get married. And I legit did not think I would recover. And again, I, I still feel the time in our life that we had together was actually really profound for me. And he was a good partner to a certain degree, but he wasn't capable of um, the life that I have and want 
or I wanted and I now have manifested. And yeah. my husband now is like, he's an extraordinary person. I always joke that he's much nicer than I am. And like, I should, you know. Oh, he is, he's very so calm. I'm very passionate and hot headed and I'm an artist and I get mad easy, but I'll kiss you fast. You know, like yeah. in that space. And he's just like, he's calm. Hudson I'm falls calm. in that category oh a thousand God. percent. And, and it's part of the reason that he's right for me. Um, but also, you know what, just to circle it back around to like being a woman and to be a creative woman, what I think is interesting about that is, you know, you're talking about motherhood and how it's work and it's like incredible yeah. and it's hard, but also we are both aligned and we are working women. And I, you know, I want to be a little old lady with a camera. Like I want to be photographing forever. And as much as my family like, like gives me great joy and um, I feel a lot of gratitude for being blessed to have a, a family and children, I cannot only do that. And yeah. so when I like think about the balance and, you know, the, I, I didn't shoot my first wedding until I had Michaela, my mm -hmm. oldest. And before that I was a bit timid. You know, like I wanted to be a photographer, but didn't know how. So I was a waitress and saved tips and bought film and took photographs. And yeah. when I photographed my first wedding, my oldest daughter was one month old and I brought my mother as my assistant and I was photographing a very good friend. So this was all sanctioned. <laughs> um, I wouldn't advise it if you're starting out and, you know, wanting to do, but I took photographs and took breaks and nursed my daughter. And then my mom would hold my baby and I would photograph. So I never really started a proper professional career until I had one hand tied behind my back. Like when I look at young women starting now and they don't have babies <laughs> and they're worried about, so I'm like, Oh my God, you're, you're doing everything right. Like, make yeah. a website, make photographs, like, or whatever you want to do, like pursue it because I spent a lot of time being timid and it's only as I've gotten older and like really leaned into just myself, my quirky self that likes to make pretty pictures is like, yeah. uh, it feels like an, a really amazing evolution. And it's not that I regret, although I regret a little not being more brave, <laughs> something that I had done earlier, but, um, I do think like as women, it is sometimes not easy to fully embrace our path as an artist or a professional and wanting other, maybe more traditional or, you know, less yeah. exciting things compared, you know, that society defines or whatever. I want it all. Yeah. And I, I second all of that. There are like four things that I want to ask you. Okay. Um, that I need to like remember I be nervous? to ask you. No, my gosh, no, 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 it's not like that. Um, well, and not just ask you, tell you. Okay. Um, I I want to second everything that you said. Um, I think yes, obviously, partners that we choose are so important in that. And like for me, I definitely wouldn't be. I I have a partner that supports me in so many ways and and encourages me in my career, um, rather than lets me. Or, you know, 100%. there's so many different types of, of relationships out there. Um, and I'm so well, and also wait, if, if I could interrupt on one thing too, what, what I, yeah. I witnessed that I think you kind of touched on briefly that I just want to say that was really wonderful to witness is that even when you were struggling with where you were in your body or in your emotions, 
he treated you with just it, it was just no big it was the same yeah it wasn't even no big deal it wasn't even it was just he loved you period yeah and that was really it was just beautiful to witness and i have a little bit of yeah. that in my life my husband is just i could shave my head and he'd be like oh okay is that what we're doing now like cool yeah. but i not <laughs> that shaving your head is bad I, i'm just saying like it, you know absolutely yeah. who allows you to be and honors yeah. you and loves you as you are so i just feel like that is yeah uh, pretty special Absolutely. Um, there, as far as family life goes, there's a couple things that I want to ask mm -hmm. you about. The, well, the first time that Jasmine noticed that maybe you and her weren't exactly the same. Oh, well, um, okay. well yeah. So, I mean, I, there's a few things that I feel about it. I think, I think growing up, I thought that I was, I don't know, non prejudiced or just open. Like I didn't mm -hmm. have any, you know, and the first time that I had any realization that I might not fully understand what other people are going through. And I don't mean just, you know, my husband is black. Um, I don't mean, you know, other races, but just that like, Oh, my perspective may not be similar to other people's is that when yeah. I was in my twenties, again, I won't make this too long, but I had, a, I had lived in the apartment I lived in burned down and I barely got out all the photos I had made to that point, which was about 10 years were destroyed, negative, everything. So it was a deep loss. And excuse me. And I went to India after that. Cause I thought, gosh, I almost died in my bed at night. Like, what am I waiting for? Like, let's, yeah. I want to see the world. I want to take pictures. And I went to India by myself and, um, and I was a little naive, which I think serves you well sometimes. <laughs> I didn't know what it was a big deal to be a young white woman traveling alone in a foreign country, in particular in India. And I would go, let's say, just say to a little like hole in the wall restaurant to get lunch. And I would be eating and like three, four, five, ten children, grown men, people would stand right, right next to me and watch me eat because mm -hmm. they were like, what is this girl like what like it wasn't even it wasn't unkind it was just total curiosity and i remember this one particular time and this happened on and off my whole traveling time but one particular time i walked out in my head i walked away i go oh i wonder if that is what it feels like to be like the only young black kid in a classroom because i had had a student or the only young hispanic or Asian, whatever it is mm -hmm. like i thought oh like people are just looking at you. Like it just struck right. me that maybe I didn't understand or wasn't as open or whatever that I thought. And so, you know, that was many, many years. And I've, you know, had, I wouldn't say a ton of boyfriends, but I've dated different people from different backgrounds. And I just fell in love with my husband in particular. You know what I mean? Like he was just, our, yeah. we had just a lot of ways we aligned emotionally and, and practically. And he's just a wonderful person. And Again, I think by the time we got together and then had a family and, and I was maybe a bit naive again, that that was even anything that I don't know, needed to be discussed or addressed. And yet over yeah. time and to this, to this day now, there have been just situations and elements that have reminded me that in some people's eyes were different and, and in uh, sometimes it's negative, sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's indifferent, but what I've been more interested in and curious about is my children's experience. Um, and I started looking at my photographs differently going, gosh, mostly all my photographs look 
like me because those are the people that I'm most in my life. So when my children, when my first daughter was born, I purposely started a project. I haven't even published it yet. I've been doing this for 25 years. It's called the Blessings Project, side thing, where I started photographing um, and seeking out children that were had parents of two different or multiple different backgrounds, some uh, Caucasian and Black, some just all different. And I I wanted my children, my daughter at that time, to grow up seeing other faces that look like hers and seeing them in my work and knowing they were beautiful and amazing. And um, so I started kind of being more mindful then. And then I've had little things along the way, like um, in particular, Michaela, when she was about four, um, like race never came up, right? Like she loved us. Like she saw yeah. dad's face and mom's face. And when she was about four, um, we were like, you know, she was sitting on my lap. We might've been watching TV and our arms were next to each other. And I'll remember that she looked at my arm and looked at hers and kept, she was like touching my skin. And she looked at me, she said, mom, do I look like you underneath? And I remember like, oh, she's just realizing that there's a difference between us. Yeah. And I remember it was very sweet, but I also felt a little sad, like, oh, she's becoming aware in a different way. And it's not just love. It's like now she wants to understand this you know, physical difference. And, it, I, you know, I, I answered in the way that at the moment it just sort of came over me and I feel like it was a good way to handle it. But I, I said, um, yes and no. I said, we are the same. Like if you scratch me and and your arm gets scratched, we'll both bleed. We're totally the same. But also it's not like you have white skin under your brown skin. Like our skin is our skin. And, yeah. you know, it, 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 and it was like, no big deal. She was like, oh, okay. And that happened with each of my children at some point. And even now, like my youngest is 16 and we had kind of an interesting conversation. This was a few months ago where she said something that was very sweet. This was very tender with me. And she said, um, you know, mom, like, and I, we were in the middle of a conversation. This wasn't out of the blue. It was like part of like, you know, navigating life with a 16 year old, um, but she said, mom, I, you know, I love you and you're my mom and I'm always going to feel connected to you in a really like, you know, strong way. But when I'm in the world, people see me, I'm a black woman, I'm a black girl. And that is my experience. And sometimes it's hard because, you know, again, we live in a community where there's not a huge percentage of people that look like her. And I don't know, some kids at school were like touching her hair, which, you know, is a long, beautiful, curly hair. And it made her feel, she said, I feel like a zoo animal. I don't like it. Mm. I don't want to be treated like that. And that's just not something I've experienced. And so it's, right. it, it takes a lot of um, like humility and I have to keep being aware that I don't really know everything that they're experiencing. And I try to just be open and listen. And, you know, I can't, I'm, I'm a white heterosexual woman, you know, like I have all of my things that came with it. And, um, but I love my family and I do feel like my eyes have opened in, in ways that I don't know if they would have, if, if they weren't my family, you know? Right. And um, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, I think it's wonderful. I wish more people could see into other people's lives and cultures and differences. Cause I do think there's so much beauty in it. And we bring, I mean, kind of like circling back to, what we started with like all the different yeah. women in the world. And one thing that I do um, to this day I really leaned into, I mean, this is specific about photography, but I think a lot of um, photographers don't know how to photograph dark skin. 
You have to expose it differently. You need a different amount of light. You need to be mindful of that. Um, Even now in my house, I have two real, I don't put a lot of my photos up because it's sort of like, um, it's almost like too much of me. Like I can't look at my, I don't know if you like watch your own movie, but I'm like, whoa, like like, I can't do it. Too personal. Right. Um, But I have these two really big um, prints in my, in my dining room. One is this tree with like light coming through it. And the other is this beautiful woman that I photographed in Africa on a a editorial shoot, a magazine cover. And I chose those two. And again, it was purposeful. I was like, well, I could choose anything, but I want my daughters to walk through and see a beautiful black woman and have that have some positive impact. Now, I don't know if that's, maybe I'm missing the point somehow. I'm, I'm, you know, but I just, I try to be mindful that their experience might be diff- different and that beauty is in, in everything and every woman and every um, iteration of women and age, color, background, sexual orientation, all the things yeah. are matter and, and are important. It's not just like they all can be here. They have, it's just, it's a collective of humans and women and experiences that are really important. And um, yeah, I feel lucky to have just a little bit of an insight into something that I wouldn't have known if um, I didn't have a more diverse family. Yeah. Well, I love that because um, it's, I don't think that uh, we, well, you maybe, maybe you do, maybe you don't uh, realize just how important it is to talk about it. Because essentially, you know, you're, you're not talking about it because I feel like it's really, it's so personal and yeah. I, I don't know if other people relate in the way I, you know what I mean? Like I just, I, I, I get nervous because I don't want to say something that sounds too um, broad or something. I don't know. I only know well, my little perspective, you know? Right. But you're, you are sharing um, what your life is like. Mm-hmm. the life that you no, live. I, yeah, but it is. And I think that's what's, mm-hmm. but I think that's, what's beautiful is that, mm-hmm. you know, there are lots of families, but there are lots of women that are in a similar position as you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like I won't fully understand it, mm-hmm. but the women that are in your position or similar positions, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's nice just to hear people talking about it. Well, yeah, it's no, not, it's I mean, not I like affected. The- no, no, not at all. And but I think the flip side of it, which is, I mean, maybe obvious, maybe not, is that what are I mean, talking about it, and I think about it, and I'm trying to be mindful of not always knowing what they're experiencing, or even what my husband might be experiencing. Um, is that also ninety nine point nine percent of our life is like who's doing the dishes? Like, no, I want. You know, it's like we're just like you're not like oh, you're this, I'm that. We're just doing life. I will say it did come up though. um, You know, when my son started driving, and my husband had you know shared with him some experiences when he was young. And my husband's like a, he's a good guy. He was like, but you know, got pulled over, did nothing, put in handcuffs, like the whole thing that you see, like experience. And when he told my son, I didn't hadn't even heard that story from him. And we were just trying to like, you know, just tell him to be mindful about how he carries himself and behaves if he's ever in a situation where he was pulled over. And so my husband shared a story that I hadn't even heard. And I was like, wow, you know? And so, yeah, our life is like regular and whatever, boring and who's picking who up and, you know, what are we eating? 
but also then there's this other layer of, you know, just another texture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and thank you for sharing that. Oh, no. I thank you for acknowledging too, you know? Well, it's a big deal and it's not a big deal and I don't think it should be a big deal, but it's still there. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I think your family is beautiful and I always love being around them. Thank you. Um, just for the people that they are. I mean, mm-hmm. they're all so different and they're also beautiful mm-hmm. in their own ways. And I just, I also feel like you've done such a good job as a mother of um, allowing that. Mm. I don't know if that was on purpose or just a little bit of luck though, dude. I mean, I mean, they're uh, great. They're, they're great humans and just, their interests and their lives and what they mm-hmm. want. And again, I know it's hard to take that type of compliment as a mom, mm-hmm. but they, you know, a lot life is nature and nurture and, mm-hmm. and you've, you've done such a good job with the nurture. Oh, Masha, thank you. That's so kind. I feel really just thank you. Yeah. And also what I wanted to say, which will segue into the art department mm-hmm. is that um, again, with the amazing women that I have in my life, all of them I've seen um, different ages, different walks of life uh, grow in so many cool ways. Every, every, all of my girlfriends, all of my mm-hmm. close girlfriends, I've seen that, you know, and I've seen, you know, you grow mm. in lots of ways and it's, it's really powerful to be at the point that you were at now to see that. Um, and, and if you want to share about, you know, your journey, you can, but, um, to see, you know, you not want to be in photos is a good example, Mm -hmm. um, or not want to be captured in videos. Mm -hmm. Um, and to see you, um, I guess just own it is -hmm. really cool. I think that's the best way that I can describe it. Seeing you as a, as a friend, knowing yeah. that I've seen it this whole time, <laughs> I've seen how wonderful you are, how beautiful you are. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the person that's behind the camera mm-hmm. that makes me feel wonderful. I also look at you with those same eyes mm-hmm. and, um, I'm so excited for this, this next step that you are taking because I know Kelly knows, you know, your family knows everybody that has experienced you. Um, knows how wonderful and how powerful you are. And I'm just so glad that you were going to be sharing pieces of that with me. I feel like this is like the most profound positive therapy session I've ever had. Like, <laughs> no, I'm like, what? Good. Thank you. I'm tickling. Yeah. I mean, uh, so I think life is funny because all the ways that I am are real, right? Like I am... I'm I'm naturally a bit shy and, a bit, and an introvert. That's re- and I've learned also to exist in the wild. Like I know I love this. Like <laughs> if I think that people are listening, that gives me a little bit of like low grade anxiety. Like I'm like oh my god. But if I'm talking to you, we can do this all day long. Like this is you know yeah. a happy place. But so what that what that means for me is that growing up, you know, my parents split up. I moved around a lot, and I was just a little shy. And um, when I found photography, it actually. Uh, it just opened up my world because it gave me a reason to be in a room, right? Mm-hmm. I had a purpose and that felt protective. And so I could be really leaning into that and be more expressive and more comfortable because there wasn't just like, I wasn't staying in a room. I had something to do with my hands, you know, like I, right. I feel like that gave me permission to be in a lot of spaces that I might have been more 
um, timid to enter. And along the way, you know, we, we touched on this, um, that I, I never wanted to be on camera or videotaped or filmed because what mattered to me was the photos. And I was like, I didn't get, it. I was like, who cares what I'm doing or look like, like, look what I made. Like I'm offering you something. So I didn't, you know, I, I'm sort of late, like I'm on Instagram. I love it. But I was like late to it. Like when Twitter came out for like five years, all my friends called me Twitterless Messina because I was like, that's what? I'm... But then I get into it. I'm like, oh my God, have you heard of Instagram? It's amazing. Like, you know, like yeah. I'm late, but then I get excited. So for me, it was really real that I didn't think that that mattered. I didn't get it. Like I want the work to be amazing. I want people to have an emotional experience. I want people to like me and my work. Yeah. But the process I felt was like, that's like the, the messy kitchen. Like, it's sort of like, you know, you go to a restaurant, you get a beautiful meal, the right. messy kitchen, like, what do you, what? No, like that, just enjoy the meal. And so that was really my philosophy. And it, it became, I think, more something people talked about as like phones and selfies became so prevalent. And I just didn't catch up very fast. I was like, what? No. I remember like speaking at a photo conference and this is, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. I don't even know. And, you know, I spoke to a thousand people. It was like so overwhelming for me. And then people don't know I'm like having an actual panic attack and going on stage and then like, you know, talking about what I love, which is photography. And I do love talking about what I love, whether it's my people or my art. But afterwards, you know, I was talking to, um, you know, some of the people that come to, and everyone wanted to take a picture of me or with me. And I couldn't. I was like, what? I was like, oh, no. I, and I'd be, try to be very, very nice. But I would offer to take a photo of them. I would like hold a book in front of me. <laughs> I wrote a book. And I was just like, I just was like awkward. I'm like, how do I don't know what to do. And so I tried to make it sweet, but it was like a hard no. And a sidebar on that, interestingly, when we were doing the cookbook, I remember um, we would go to like Vaughn's and we would like, be just like exhausted and need eggs for a shot or something. And, you know, at this point we're just hanging out you're just like my girl and we're doing stuff. And then, you know, someone would recognize you and get excited. And I remember like, Oh, Oh, like, and you were so nice and always let someone take a picture or like whatever it was. And I was like, wow, that, that's, that was very nice. Like I would just be like, ah, like <laughs> different, you know, different energy. And so anyhow, not to make too much of a thing, it was just not comfortable for me. And I was okay being not comfortable in that way. I didn't feel that I needed to, you know, put a video of myself on my website with a camera. Like I just, I couldn't. Yeah. And, but then as like where I am now, I still feel the same, which is sort of funny. I don't actually really think it matters because my art form is this thing I'm making, right? Now your art form is different. Part of your art form is sharing your actual body and your, you know what I mean? They're different art forms. And the one that yeah. I lean into was different. But what what's different for me now is that I wish I could meet younger me. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. I, and it, as I sort of started thinking about that, like the things I might tell my younger self, especially wanting to be an artist and like do things. And I was, you know, putting limits in front of myself because I didn't know what to do. And through that process. And really Kelly was a big part of this. There's a lot of people who sort of like said, you need to do this, that I decided to really share all of the things that I do to make work and to film myself. And what was interesting about it is 
that has been a beautiful journey. Like I've actually really enjoyed slowing down and actually like putting into words and thoughts why I do it, what I'm doing from, you know, when you come in and creating a space where it feels comfortable, I just, that's, I was just living, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah. really that's actually a, a, a technique too, inadvertently, like um, by creating a space for you to relax in. And so from that to actually how I set my camera and standing on a bathtub, like I did, with, <laughs> I filmed myself doing all the things I did. And the reason it feels really special and, and not a, a conflict with my inner introvert self is that the project of creating this was the work. And so it had a different nice. feel than I wasn't shooting something for someone else and trying to get a video. The entire project was filming it and doing it very purposely. And what I found is that, well, really, I'm a filmmaker, so let's make a film now. <laughs> like, all I'm <laughs> like, why am I not making movies? But um, also being an art director of my process and really trying to figure out how to share it with maybe a young woman who loves photography and doesn't know what to do or a young man, like, or anybody, you yeah. know, and I feel different at this age and moment that because I've been photographing for 30 years or more, I really have something to share that I hope will inspire someone else. And I think I had this, again, this idea, and I get very heady about these things, but I have this idea of this, like greater purpose of like more photographers can learn their way of expressing themselves and capturing women with intention and grace and beauty and vulnerability and all those things, then maybe we can have this like wave of impact around all the women we come into contact with, whether it's clients or people we love, where we're showing them their beauty and their unique and not just beauty in that, that superficial way, but their like beauty, their humanity, their depth. Yeah. Um, then that's deeper than just me feeling awkward for a minute about this idea about, you know, being on, being filmed. The purpose of wanting to like share truly and thoughtfully why I make images and what I think matters and techniques yeah. like the natural light and the, you know, like there's real te technical stuff, but it's, it's more the purpose that I'm really infatuated with. And um, anyhow, yeah. So I filmed, everything we've been the 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 idea came up maybe like during covid and but then i was like everything in my body was like no mm -mm, nope and <laughs> then it's been you know as one does <laughs> puts up persistence and then it's been about a year that we've been producing it and literally it's just like magic like i feel so happy a little nervous like honestly to be so vulnerable myself but then i i had this realization recently that i really hope and re and request that women be very open and vulnerable with me when I capture them. That's what I'm. And yet I have not been willing to do that myself. Right. And so I felt like that was meaningful to put myself in the position I hoped other people would trust me with. And so the art, the art department is, it's my, my website. It's a, a sanctuary for creatives and the first film that I made is called The Art of Boudoir. And it's kind of funny because I named it The Art of Boudoir. And we like, again, like the, this, all this stuff with yeah. your podcast, our first shoot was boudoir. And yet the 
I think I'm redefining the word boudoir completely. It is not about nudity and sexuality, although that's fine. And incidentally, there might be, there is nudity and and beautiful women in it, but also most of it is about the, the pure vulnerability and openness and power and complicated things that women are and how I capture whichever woman is in, in front of me. And um, no two are alike, just as no two photographers are alike. And I think, again, that is the piece that I don't want people to watch it and be like me or shoot like me in, in particular. I want them to, I hope, be inspired by my sensibility and intentionality around making images and then use their voice to implement whatever that is for them. And um, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm I'm so excited. I'm like I was saying, I'm so excited that you're doing it. I'm so excited and thrilled and proud of your journey. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. I'm I'm so ready for it. Um, well, and you know what's interesting? Like when we think about like you know your first boudoir shoot, and yet you were naked. It was like we were whatever. Like uh, there's a sisterhood, a, a safe space of like art and yeah. beauty. And yet, if you look at the photographs none of them are really showing your naked body. I mean, you are yeah. like, in fact, when you were sitting on the chair, you know, actually it's like this, I'm on a stool right now where you have your legs up like this, you were fully yeah. naked and you can't see anything. It's not, that's not actually the purpose. It's not what it's about. It's not yeah. what it's about. And um, so I do think that that's interesting that, that I'm very, uh, I like to honor the women that are in front of me and some are much more comfortable showing their body and some are not. And it's just never the point. Although yeah. I also think, bodies are beautiful and amazing. And why do we, you know, I don't know, overly sexualize it or make it something, I think, I don't know, it's just all part of the fabric and texture of our lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So mm. where can we find it? And how do we oh get God, it? What, so what, overwhelmed. Yeah. Like we're, we're okay. We're I know. doing a podcast right now. And I'm like, in the middle, I don't even know if you're supposed to say this when you're in production, but I've been pulling some pretty late nights trying to make everything perfect because you know that's exactly what we do. Okay, I'm like, yeah, this is intense. Um, so it is actually um, our launch day is October 24th, which is Tuesday. I'm gonna post like in the caption. I'll I'll put all of this information in there okay. with the website. So it's, and it's, to get it's it, honestly, it's if you go to the artdepartment.com. I spell art a r t e everywhere, <laughs> and uh, so it's the art a r t e department d e p t dot com. And the course is the art of boudoir, and it's like really. It's I feel like I'm. I had another baby. <laughs> it's yeah. just, I put my whole heart, my whole self into it. And I feel, I feel like, I don't know. It's just, it's wonderful to be at a point in life where I actually really want to share. And it isn't because someone said, oh, you should, you know, do a behind the scenes video. But I feel like I really have something to share that I think has some, some meaning, I hope. And, um, well, it's your choice. Mm -hmm. That part. Yeah. It's your choice yeah, and it it's, is. and it's, and it's, um, it's in your time. It's, you know. Well, and also I will say share. this, the entire thing was, um, so everything that I'm not in, almost everything I film myself, like, you know, being a 
creative control freak because <laughs> has its perks. Um, I have friends that are filmmakers and writers in in the movie industry that came and just helped me figure out how to film in the way I wanted to. Like I knew what I wanted it to look like, but I didn't yeah. know how to do that. Um, to you know, we've re- referred to Kelly as like literally my sister from, I mean, just, she's been incredible. And so I feel like this incredible community of women you included in this moment that you're even acknowledging this piece that I made. It, it feels like, you know, just like this wave of woman support and my project is about women. It just, it feels just so beautiful and fulfilling. Even now, before I've released it, whatever happens, I'm going to just like try to like hide and not look at what people say <laughs> for a while. But I just feel so like, it just feels like wonderful, wonderful to share in this way. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you. And then I have one more question, mm. which I ask everybody. Oh, um, the, oh gosh, what? <laughs> I know it, it's, um, it actually, basically coincides with everything that you've just said. So, um, Mm. yes, it's for you in particular. Um, but I just feel like it's a great question to ask you. So Mm. I ask every guest that comes on what makes them feel sexy. Mm. Most of the time it's not sexual. It can be most Mm. of the time. It's not anything. I've gotten anything from taking a shower, (laughs) shaving, um, getting your hair done. I mean, and yeah, it could be more than one answer. Um, what makes me feel sexy? I think. Oh my god, it's like so embarrassing. <laughs> no, no, it's my like, gosh, no, no, no. I mean, in a good way though. I mean, I feel like I feel most sexy when I'm kind to myself. Does that make sense? Like, it, and it doesn't. It's not one thing or the other. Like maybe some days as a shower because I really needed it for sure. But no, it's more like. Um, you know how we were talking about the way your body changes and all that? Mm-hmm. I feel like at this point in my life, what makes me feel sexy is different, right? It's yeah. like actually being able to look at myself or um, somehow experience myself and be kind to her. You know what I mean? And like yeah. be um, like, I'm very affectionate uh, with my husband. I'm, you know, in little ways, like I'm just a tactile person. And I, and again, I think I've been blessed that he is, um, a good recipient. Like he receives whatever mood I'm in, but, um, (laughs) to be more comfortable in my body allows me to express myself more. I think when I was younger, like if we're talking about sexy and sexuality, I sort of waited to be chosen or to be, um, you know, pursued, what, whatever. Yeah. That thing that we do. And now I'm a little bit more, I'm more aware of what I want in this moment. Like lately it's been, I'm going to be in my studio for 12 hours and I love you from afar. <laughs> and that space feels, it's not even sexy, but it's like, I feel true to myself. And at the same time, if I feel more, I don't know, traditionally sexy, I'm much more comfortable expressing myself and being, um, like that, that part of myself is okay too. So I think it's like a general kindness with whatever space I'm in makes me feel more connected to myself Yeah, and being connected to myself is I think where sexuality and, and, um, sensuality lives. I love that. Mm-hmm. And so this is, that's why I love this question. Cause that's exactly it. It's not only do, um, 
does everyone have a different answer? But in so many ways, it's the same answer. You know, publicly. But I mean, you can. This is literally. I usually. I'm actually shocked. I'm shocked that we. Have you heard some like? Oh yeah, but but like I haven't. Like usually there are they're swearing in my podcast and naturally because like I have a body now. You know, I've been working really hard trying not to because it. Oh yeah, this podcast we can say literally anything. What? Yeah, which I guess I should have told you beforehand. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. Um, which is funny, I know we both. Have I swear good. a lot in my life, and it's like something I'm working on because sometimes I actually feel like there are certain words in certain moments that there's not another word that will communicate the same. Mm-hmm. Right. My husband doesn't really swear, and he's always been like when the kids were he's like Elizabeth, like could you? I'm like, dude, I'm a, I'm a. Mixed I definitely swear more than that. <laughs> yeah. Right. So no, that's funny. But what yeah. is your answer though? Have you answered it? I have answered it a couple times. And it's funny that you say that, you know, at certain moments or, you know, at certain times in your life, it's that definition has changed. Um, I think I have multiple things, you know, like as a definitely as a mom now, the definition is different. And yes, it can be a shower. It can be like <laughs> that moment of peace. No, seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, or it can be you know, in this new body, feeling sexy for my husband, mm-hmm. you know, um, kind of relishing the way that he sees me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, yeah, the more traditional sexy that we, we initially mm-hmm. think about, but I think ultimately it's connected to feeling powerful in whatever capacity that is, you know, mm-hmm. whether that's in my work, um, whether that's in, you know, my relationships, or if I feel like I did a good job as a mom that day, mm-hmm. or, you know, that there's so many, um, I, I feel like sexuality, feeling sexy, you know, sensuality, like you were saying, um, it, it most of the time actually doesn't connect to a nude body or well, you know, sex it's itself. That you, what you say though is like, I feel, um, having been in a relationship for a very long time and having like been sort of. I don't know, just through many stages together, emotionally mm-hmm. and physically, that there is something really profound spiritually about maintaining um, a sexual connection with your partner. Because I find like, if we're not in sync in that way, we don't, we might bicker a little bit more. So I mean, there's something like where we're more yeah. spiritually connected and kind of gentle on each other in regular life when we're also being intimate and and tender. And honestly, like, you know, kind of circling it back around. I remember, I remember this one time I like, um, my husband was, uh, mowing the backyard and I literally, like, I took a picture. I don't know if I shared this on my stories or if I just sent it to a friend, but I just wrote on it foreplay. <laughs> when he does things to take care of our life, I'm like, Oh my, I gotta be like, I gotta be nice. To yeah. This guy. It's sexy. Yes. It's sexy. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for taking the time to talk with me. And you truly are just, you're just like, you just make me happy. Um, I'm so excited for, I really am just so excited for the world to see. And I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. Like, I'm just so excited for that. <laughs> Thank you. Cause I know how wonderful you are. Everyone knows your, how wonderful your art is. Mm. Um, but to see you in action, I, I know you feel like yeah, you know, it was I'm different. I'm going to send before. you a sneak peek so you can like see in them. You know, Please do. Um, but but I really do think that like there is beauty in the process, mm. and um, I'm glad that you are sharing it in 
it, it, actually in a way that like you see through your eyes. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's super cool. And um, oh, I think you. people are going to really learn a lot and, and really I enjoy hope it. So. It just felt like, you know, um, it just felt like the time it just felt, I just felt it. It wasn't even yeah. a decision. It was more of an emotional. Yeah. This is, yeah. this was happening. Yeah. I'm so glad well, I adore you and this Likewise. is wonderful. And I, I, yeah. And can't wait to see you soon. I know. I'm and so excited more. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I just, I'm, you're very special and very, um, like wise beyond your years in ways that surprise me, you uh-huh. know, sweetness and, uh, yeah, depth that is just special. So Thanks. it's been wonderful. I'm still working on taking folks. compliments. That's um I know, right? It's I've, I've, this whole time I'm like, am I am I red? Am I sweaty? Like, yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> you look beautiful. Mm, um, well, yeah, we did yeah, it, my love. We did it, and thank you. Thank that was you. Wonderful. I wish we could talk every day. That was beautiful. I know. I know. I really like it. And that's a wrap on another empowering episode of Women in the Nude. The conversation doesn't stop here. Stay connected with us by following us on Instagram, Women in the New Podcast, for behind-the-scenes sneak peeks, thought-provoking quotes, and updates on upcoming episodes. Subscribe to us on YouTube for full-length video podcasts, Sasha Petersa, as well as visiting our website, Women in the New Podcast, for more resources and past episodes. Thank you for joining us on this naked journey to wellness and self-love. Remember, vulnerability is strength, and by sharing our stories, we empower each other. Special thanks to my amazing producer, Hudson Schaefer, a.k.a. my hot husband, for making this podcast possible.